Welcome back, party people. You are listening to Crossplay, our video game podcast here at the Whatnots. It is Saturday, June 13th, 2020, and this is episode 29. Coming up on today's show, oh man, we have so much to talk about, and I am so excited. Uh, Sony had a big reveal event in which they showed off a ton of new games as well as the console design for PS5. Uh, Plus, we are going to be talking a little bit about Destiny 2 and its future roadmap, uh, so stay tuned for all of that. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined as always by Ignacio Rojas. Fuck, that was a great review. Oh, yeah. And for the first time in like four months, Mick (laughs) Abrahamson is back on the show. Mick, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm ready to see what Xbox brings to us in July. Mm -hmm. Because everybody's saying they are going to bring it hard. So Mm, we'll see. We'll see indeed. I can't wait to see. So, Mick, thank you for for joining us here on the show again. Uh, yeah, it's it has been, been a while. Yeah, since since I, th- I think like the end of January, January, February, somewhere around then. Yeah, this is when I got super busy. Exactly. Uh, so Ignacio and I have announced it on the show pr- pr- previously, but Mick, uh, you have stepped d- down from hosting duties here at Crossplay. Uh, but we wanted to get you on one last time uh, to. Say hello and say goodbye and all sorts of stuff. Um, so, Mick, welcome back. Thank you. It's good to be back. And sorry, yeah, I dropped quickly because I got super busy all of a sudden and I had just had to make some choices. And yeah. sadly, I chose you guys. Even though it was really fun, I just had to limit. I had to start cutting back a little bit so I could stay sane somewhat. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, well, hey, you're you gonna are... take us not agreeing with your with your Pokemon decisions. It's okay, we get it. <laughs> exactly. One fact: I stopped after Gym Three. I couldn't care <laughs> less about Pokemon after that. I just wanted to spite you guys. Ignacio, we scared him off. It was our fault. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It really was something we said. <laughs> uh, Mick, you are welcome back. Anytime. So if you do have stuff that you want to come talk about, you are welcome on the show anytime. You would be glad to have you on. Okay. Yeah, I wanted to have you here because of all of the PlayStation news we got this week. And of course, I know you're a huge Xbox fan. So I thought it would be great to have that opinion here. Yeah. That's side. Indeed. Absolutely. Let's jump right in and talk about some video games and d- dive into what we've been playing th- this week. And Mick, let- let's start with you. So, ever since Valhalla, that Assassin's Creed game that got revealed with, like, by, first by a leak and then a Photoshop that was eight hours and it was awesome to watch, I decided that I want to do an entire Assassin's Creed playthrough. So I've been streaming Jeez, every yeah. Assassin's Creed game. 100% of them if I haven't oh, done that man. yet. Jeez. And so now I'm on three. So I just started okay. three last night. I got through all the Kid Connor stuff. I got through all the Hatem Kenway stuff, which is like the first third of the game. 
Because if you don't remember, Assassin's Creed 3 takes forever to get you into the, yeah. into the yeah. saddle of the assassins. Actually being yeah. an assassin. So I just got to the part where I start my assassin training. And it took me four hours. So, so, so of course, you've played all these games before, I'm assuming. Yes. Mm-hmm. So before starting this whole playthrough through the whole series, what would you say were your favorite and least favorite games on the franchise? Going into this, my favorite was Syndicate. Second mm-hmm. favorite was Rogue. Oh, so the newer one. Newer ones. Well, Syndicate was like the last uh, normal Assassin's game before uh, yeah, and then they took that hiatus Rogue. and released Origins. Rogue was the one that released at the same time as Unity, yeah, which was the Unity. one in France. And Rogue was the one about you actually being a Templar, or assassin that goes rogue and becomes a Templar in that story, and how it plays into everything. So seeing the other yeah, side of the rogue. war. It's very fun. If you get the remaster of, uh, I think four that comes with Rogue, or Unity, some one of the new remasters comes with Rogue attached three. to it. Uh, three comes with Liberation, which is that PSV the game. Uh, yeah, then I guess it made before. So, yeah, that those were my favorite, and my least favorite, I believe, was one just because it was so slow. Really? Yeah, but yeah, I well, liked really Unity. I liked Syndicate. Too. It is, but ever since replaying through all of them, I've had a much better appreciation for it because it's a lot more fun than you think. Mm. It is very repetitive, but it's still fun to go back to the basics and how simplistic it is. Because every climbable thing is a puzzle. It's not, you don't climb, yeah. you climb it up like a spider monkey. You have to figure out the exact path you need to go up. So once you start doing that, it's a little, a lot more fun. And combat might be a little bit slow, but it can't. Once you get out of the mindset of like the newer Assassin's Creed's after that, where you are just waiting for people to attack you, you're on the mm-hmm. offensive more. It's a different game. I think it. I think it's really fun now, and I've had a fantastic time with all of them so far. It's yeah. For the climbing part, I've been playing Origins lately, and that's one of the things that that things that I noticed. How in Origins it feels like you can basically climb anything in any mm-hmm. way you want, especially the rocks. That's what really made me notice that. But if you yeah. go back towards the older games, like one or two Brotherhood, yeah, it is kind of a puzzle figuring it out. How do you get from from the ground up to the upper levels? That's one thing I noticed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's cool so, to go from. It's okay. like cool to see the evolution of everything. Yeah, that's the biggest takeaway that I've had. So, what are your thoughts on three? Because to me, three is uh, my least favorite one. Um, I mean, I haven't gotten too far into it yet with my replay, and plus I'm playing mm-hmm. on the remastered version that you got if you bought the season pass for Odyssey. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, so far it's a beautiful game. There's some weird things with hair, like, when you first start the game you're Desmond Miles, and then you can see that Desmond's hair kind of looks like it's made out of um, eyelash extensions. <laughs> okay. The best way to put it. But besides that, it's a beautiful game. It's been fun when I was Hatham. But it really took hit a wall when I got to young Connor. Yeah. So I'd be able to give a much better opinion of once I beat three and the DLCs for it. 
because I am 100% I'm doing everything I can in the games. I'm 100% uh, getting all the achievements, doing all the DLCs for them. How many hours is that? A lot. Yeah. A lot. Wait till you get to the even bigger ones, the Origins and well, Odyssey. Well, once I get to Unity, I've already 100% of those games, so it's just being the story after that. Oh, okay. So I'm cleaning up all the achievements I haven't gotten from the older games, basically. So what are your gotcha. thoughts between... So which type of Assassin's Creed game do you prefer? The newer ones that are more towards the RPG and adding more stuff to the world? Or the older ones, say, one, two, up until maybe Revelations, I would say that it's, it was way more simplistic. Which would you say you'd prefer? I would like a good mix of them where it's like very, very open world... A lot of things to do, but it still has the simplistic combat elements mm. where you, it, where if you stealth around, you can get an insta-kill on anybody. While now, it's a lot of min-maxing stats. Yeah, You need to have the best assassination gear to have a chance of uh, mm -hmm. killing somebody immediately. Yeah. That part, I don't like about the new stuff, but I do like how it's very open-world, very choose-your-own-path, which they introduce in syndicates, and they just go more and more in-depth with that. And the open combat is very fun in the new games. It's just the stealth yeah. I would like to go back to the simplest, more simple times. Mm, I can see it. Yeah. Like, it's one of the best of, best of both worlds. Mm. That makes sense. That's kind of where, where I fall, too. It's like, I, I liked Origins. I liked Odyssey. Um, well, I... I <laughs> I liked it as a game. I didn't like it as an Assassin's Creed game. I thought it was terrible prior to that. But, like, it's still a good game. But, yeah, I just I, I miss that, that stealth. Yeah, I mean, the stealth mechanics, it's clearly off and on. If you're op walking around, you're open to being spotted. But if you're in a bush, you're fine. Which they kind of have in newer games. But also, it it's just the assassination part. Assassin's yeah. Creed, it's all about you going up and you're taking somebody out immediately. But yeah, I see. In, in newer games, you have to upgrade stuff, you have to have better gear to do that, or if you have to keep on replacing gear on the fly. Mm, yeah, I think the newer games are better on the stealth aspect, on on the way how you move through, let's say, uh, Stronghold, how you sneak around. But yeah, when you get to the part of actually killing people while being stealthy, yeah, it is. It does kind of suck when you you realize your gear isn't high high level enough to actually kill them on one attack. Yeah. Mm hmm. I mean, that's so really what else? And that's just um. So besides Assassin's Creed, I haven't been playing that. I've been cleaning up achievements in the free time, but I've also been playing going back to one of my guilty pleasures, which is a Lego game. And so <laughs> I decided to start playing. Lego the Hobbit, which is based off of the first Hobbit movie. Interesting. How is and that one? It's okay. It's They have this weird mechanic where you're collecting materials to build things. Like, where you have to... You get certain meats, you get certain ores, crystals, to build Lego blocks. And once you do that, you, it's like a small, quick time event where you have to select the correct Lego block to add on to a structure. You have a certain amount of time to do it. If you mess up, you lose uh, studs. And yeah. it's besides that, it's a it's a Lego game. It's fun and mindless to play in my free time, just to grind out achievements and 
have fun with that. Not really think too much about a game that I'm playing. Mm. Good. I've I've not yeah. played a Lego game since like the first Star Wars games back okay. in the day. That's a long time ago. Oh boy, That's how it was. It was a long yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, no Lego games have evolved way ways too far since then. One thing I noticed yeah. is that at some point the Lego games, which e with each game that came out, they kind of tried to add. A new mechanic to it, and yep. So, depending on the game, each, it's always either hit or miss to me. You remind me, yeah, reminded me of that when we were each you were like, saying. Each Lego game tries to add something new to the mix mm. while having all the same Lego mechanics. Like in Lego: The Force Awakens, it was you can build different things at once with the same blocks. Or getting to cavalry, if I'm not mistaken, they added that. They added what? Like getting to cover. Making it like a third-person action game, action shooter. Yeah, there was a shooter game. There was a shooter portion in that. And Incredibles, it was um, was the, there was a certain mechanic in Incredibles that was like really based off of being a Pixar game, which was pretty mm -hmm. fun. Like they made it more of a comic book feel. Mm -hmm. And so they tried to do something new. And I just like the Lego games, especially with the new one coming out in the fall sometime, where mm -hmm. it's a brand new engine they're working off of. It's the entire Star Wars series again, but they're making it a lot more open and yeah. just new feeling because they've been using the same engine for a long time. So I'm excited to see what they do with a fresh, fresh everything, fresh coat of paint. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. Unfortunately, we haven't seen much of the game. I don't think we've even seen anything of the game, to be honest. I believe not gameplay, there's not, not, not nothing. I believe there's gameplay footage on YouTube. You just have to look for it. But we oh, have okay. had a couple trailers. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think I remember some kind of trailer or something in a was like a. It's not the kind of funny sh sh showcase, but it was something I think. No, there but there I was a trailer, but I don't remember them ever showing gameplay. Ah. I remember. I, I think, remember there was a reveal trailer, but not gameplay. I think somebody just posted a gameplay on YouTube, and that was really it. Hmm. Yeah, I have to look into that. So, yeah, just both those games and Fortnite on the side, getting ready for this new event coming up on Monday, where that's going to end season two and get moving to season three. Oh, you're playing Fortnite? I really yeah. thought you were you were playing a game called Fork Knife, as you have no have Fortnite. It <laughs> it's just how my friends call it. Okay, they, we all oh, call it Fork Knife. Cool, good stuff. Uh, Ignacio. Yep. How about you? What, 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 what have you been playing? Well, mainly this week I finished, finally finished two games that I had started. First, it's Final Fantasy VII, the original one. We talked okay. about how after playing the remake, I wanted to get more of the story, so I went back and played Ooh. the original seven on the Switch. And yeah, this week I finally beat it. I think it was yesterday or the day before that I, I finally finished it. And yeah, no, <laughs> I can see why people really love this game. Like the story really is something. And I can Im can't imagine going from the 2D Final Fantasy games from the NES and SNES to a 3D Final Fantasy game like this one. 
the amount yeah. of cinematics they have there, what they do, say with the summons, how they're all animated, and some some are way, way, way too long. I can't imagine going <laughs> through that yeah. for the first time. Now, did playing the original help you understand the ending of the remake better? Yeah, it actually did. I think now after finishing the original game, it made me kind of understand some things that I didn't really get playing the remake, having not gone through anything through the original one. It made me understand a lot of stuff. It made me appreciate the game even more for what it did, how it wasn't really a one-to-one remake, but that they were actually playing with the story. And it also, funny enough, it made me realize how correct some of the theories are about the game. For example, both of you finished Remake, right? Yes. Correct. Yeah, so there's one theory that is that says that the Sephiroth you encounter in Remake is a time-traveling Sephiroth that came from the future. And so now playing through, through the original and seeing Sephiroth interaction with Cloud on the Remake, I can definitely see that. How... If it were the Sephiroth from that game, they wouldn't have that type of interaction. They clearly have gone through a lot more when you first first see him. And I think it's really cool how the they even do parallels between what you see in Remake to what happened on the original. For example, the last scene when Cloud encounters Sephiroth in that... I don't remember what they call it, like the edge of the universe, the end of time, something yeah, some like that. Like astral mm-hmm. plane looking thing. Yeah. I love how they, that is kind of shot for shot, uh, parallel to the moment where you finally kill Sephiroth in the original one. But in the original one, Cloud uses his Omni Strike to kill Sephiroth just like that. It isn't even about a fight. But how in, in the remake, you can clearly see that Sephiroth went through that and he knows the attack that Cloud is going to use and he knows how to deflect it. You can see how Cloud clearly was trying to use Omni Strike on him, but but Sephiroth just deflected it all because he know he knew the moves he was gonna use. So I love that. I I got more from Remake after playing the original one. I love that ending. Yeah. That's really I got a cool bigger appreciation of the game. And I wish I I would have played the game, the original one before remake, and even had at least watched the cutscenes for Crisis Score before playing the remake. Because you, I think, when you see Zack on the pop up on the remake, to me my reaction was, "Who is this guy?" It really kind of distracted me because I didn't know who he was. But after going. And watching all the cutscenes for Crisis Core, I'm like, wow, he they changed his story. He survives. That's cool. What what does this what does this mean? So I, I kinda wish yeah. I would have gotten all of that before the remake. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Good going stuff. back to go watching Crisis Core and Dirge of Cerberus, 
really gives everything a much more appreciation for the remake and the original. Because the remake goes into so much detail for what's normally a five-hour portion of the game. Yeah. And it somehow extends it so long to be 20, 25-hour game that feels so fulfilling in its own solid story. That's only just the beginning of it all. Speaking of that, I think it took me longer to beat Remake than it took me to beat the original one. And Remake is just a small portion of the original one. That's so weird. Wild. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the only other game I played really was The Last of Us, the original one. I mm-hmm. wanted to replay it before 2 came out, so... I I had planned already that at the beginning of June I would play through The Last of Us to coincide with The, the Last of Us Part 2. And last night I finally finished it. I I beat it. And nice. Man, I still love that game. It's still one of my it's, favorite games of all time. It's so much fun. Yeah. I actually so replayed it uh, for the first time in years with mm-hmm. uh, my girlfriend. She was the first time ever, her ever watching and she loved the story too. And we yeah. cannot wait for this Friday. Yeah. yeah, I I did the same thing with my girlfriend. I was like, we need to play this one. It's probably intense, but hey, it's it's worth it. Uh, and yeah, we're we're both excited for the the second one. And yeah, this s- time next week, you will have p- oh, yeah. played The Last of Us Part Two. Wow. Oh. But yeah, it was so much fun going through it again. Especially after knowing what was going to happen. I think it's the first time I played through the game since it came out. And so I think it there are some parts that hit me more than how they hit me the first time. For example, when you get to the scene with the giraffes, that scene got me now. It really got me. Because yeah. especially after going through everything you went through on winter, Ellie going through hell with that. And then getting this moment of pure innocence, pure joy with them, it really hit me this time. Yeah. 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 I, I also, kind of just knowing how the game ends. Yeah. Right? It, it's like going back to then experience that again. It's just like, ah, oh, this is so much more emotional than I realized. Yeah. And notice, noticing details that I didn't notice the first time. For example, all of the times Joel would just look at his watch. Because he, mm-hmm. that's him remembering Sarah. And yeah. The very last part you play through with Joel carrying Ellie out of the hospital. That kind of reminds me of the part where Sarah dies. How in both cases he's carrying he, basically his daughter trying to save her. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah. it's... Man, it's such game. a great game. I, I can't wait for part two this Friday. I'm taking off of work that, that day. Oh, I, mm. I, I have yet to tell them, but I am <laughs> going to <laughs> take it off. And be like, all right, guys, I am not coming in. I have actual work to do in this yeah. video game. But yeah, that's Let's all stop. I played through. What about you, Kyle? Good stuff. Well, I have still been chugging along in Gears Tactics. 
Um, I've been pl playing that on my new PC, uh, which has been a lot of fun. I'm still pretty early on. I'm still in Act 1. I think there's three acts total. Um, so it's, it's not super long of a game. I think it's like 25-ish hours. Uh, I'm having a lot of fun. I'm enjoying it. However, I'm finding it very difficult, um, which is kind of frustrating. And difficult how difficult. So I I went into one mission and I ended up losing like an hour and a half worth of progress because I kept dying. Uh, and it it checkpoints you along the way, so it's like okay, maybe I can do something different and move in that direction. Uh, but I was just getting overwhelmed with this stuff, and it 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 made me feel like. Maybe there was something like some kind of mechanic that I wasn't using or like didn't read into into enough to know how to use properly. Um, mm -hmm. But they 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 give you a lot to work with of just like how your character moves from square to square, uh, what weapons are available, uh, what the different actions are that you, you can t take and stuff like that. So it's like there there is a lot for you to memorize and and stuff mm -hmm. of just be like okay how like okay I'm stuck in this position. I guess if I do this action, I can go kill that character. Uh, but then that leaves my guy open. Uh, maybe I want to use this a action instead. And so like I I'm trying my best to to work out and play that way but it's still just difficult cult um so i i bumped it down to easy and unfortunately it's now a little too easy um so i'm i'm like debating on do i bump it back up to normal now that i've beaten that one thing i was stuck on and see how far i can get after that um I don't know. Like I'm, I, it's it's also a side story. Like I haven't played Gears in a long, long time, so I don't really remember the story. So I'm more just in it for like, okay, let me play this tactics game and see what this little weird side story is. I guess I don't feel the need to necessarily, but I I I, w I wish there was like a little level in between. What they say mm. is normal, and that. but besides that, I still think it's a lot of fun. Uh, I'm enjoying it so far. And on top of that, I also went back to go play Halo One. Oh. Tried to do that a couple weeks ago and couldn't figure out how to get my PlayStation Four controller to work with my PC because that's the only controller that I have, and I am terrible <laughs> on a PC. Uh. But I finally got it working because, Ignacio, you mentioned that DS4 Windows, I think, was the name of yeah, it. Yeah, I think that's the name. Yeah. Uh, so I plugged that in and I got it working. Uh, I played, like, the first two missions. Uh, so I got on the Halo ring. Um, I went uh, uh, over that section where you have to activate the light bridge. Uh, but I'm just taking my time. With that one, mm -hmm. no rush. Rush on that. Any thoughts man. yet? Uh, I I I love that game. I I have such good me 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 me
of of that game. Uh, I w will say that I changed my controller scheme uh, to a little bit more of a modern one, so mm. I could use the left trigger to zoom in. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm enjo enjoying it. I think it p plays just fine on my computer. <laughs> so yeah, I'm interested to see your thoughts by the end of it to see if. <laughs> You're more on my side where when I say that it doesn't hold up or if those memories, your memories still hold true. Yeah, because I, I, I guess a lot of my memories deals with like early on in the campaign um, mm -hmm. as well as the multiplayer. If I'm sitting there like, oh man, I forgot how good the pistol was in Halo 1. Oh, the Magnum is OP. It's yeah. the best weapon in Halo 1. Yeah, it's so mm. good. Good. I, I remember there was one time I was at a friend's house and we were playing Capture the Flag on... I don't remember the name. I think it was Hang 'em High? Is, is, that, is that the one with the, with the big trench in the middle? You guys remember? I, I got no I idea. I don't remember. Okay. None of my uh, friends so, had Halo, so... Someone out, out there is like, it's this one, you idiots. Um, but yeah, we were playing Capture the Flag on that one, and there are the two bases on opposite corners, and they had captured the flag and ran it all the way back. I somehow died and respawned back at my b -b -b base, but all I had was a pistol. And so I was shooting the guy from the opposite side of the map with the pistol, just zoomed in, just wasting all of my shots. And he was like five feet from returning the flag, and I finally <laughs> killed him. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, eat it. <laughs> so good stuff. Fun times. Uh, and last but not least, the last thing I've been playing, uh, I played the third chapter in Life is Strange Before the Storm. Uh, I have been playing through that again. Well, it's the second time for for for, for me, uh, but I've been playing it with my girlfriend uh, and making her make all of the decisions and stuff and stuff like that. So that's been a lot of fun. Uh, something I, I, that that game is very emotional. Not as emotional as the first one, but I think they do an incredible job uh, knowing where some of those characters end up by the start of the first game. There's kind of this looming, like, doom over it. And so they kind of have the challenge of, like, how do we make this game interesting or, like, emotionally... Uh, like how do we get people emotionally invested? And I think they do a good job with that, what with uh, revealing new information about certain characters that you don't know and that they don't talk about in the first one. So highly recommend it if you have not played that one yet. So. Good. Go, good stuff. Uh, that being said, let's move on to our housekeeping. All right, uh, so you may have noticed that last week we took a week off from the show. 
that is because of all of the Black Lives Matter protests uh, that are happening here in the United States as well as around the world. Uh, we thought it best to cancel our shows uh, so that people could pay attention to more important things going on in the world right now. Speaking of which, uh, this month we are donating our entire Patreon, uh, our Patreon money that we, we get, we are donating it to the ACLU at the end of the month. Uh, so if you guys would like to jo join us on Patreon, 100% of our cut will go to the ACLU. If you would like to donate and not jo jo join our Patreon, because after all, it's not about us. If we somehow inspired you to donate and stuff like that, it would be fantastic if you guys took a screenshot of your receipt and sent it our way so we could see how much money we raised at the end of the month. That would be fantastic that being said if you did not know we have multiple podcasts here at the whatnots uh, you guys can find out more information on our websites thewhatnots.com if you like what we do patreon.com slash the whatnots is where you can support us uh, where you can get all sorts of uh, bonus c c content and exclusive episodes uh, we would also like to give a big shout out to our Patreon supporters at the $5 tier. Uh, so thank you, Sam, for helping us out. We appreciate it a lot. Um, and uh, we, we, we hope you stick with us for a long time. So, so much thank for helping you. us out. Thank you. Cool. I think that about wraps us up for housekeeping. Uh, so let's finally move on to the news of the week. Number one, let's talk about this PlayStation 5 reveal event. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 there is a lot to talk about this. In fact, I think most of the rest of the show, we're going to be tossing out a lot of names and dates and new games and stuff like that because there has been a lot. Uh, this is what would have been E3 week. Yep. So yeah. So it's start on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's it's kind of funny that uh, E3 is not happening. However, PlayStation, which was not going to be at E3, yeah. is now happening the week of E3. <laughs> yeah, uh, basically having the big, big conference the week of E3. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm looking at the IGN kind of everything announced wrap up that tom marks put together uh i did not copy this into the doc because there is so much uh to talk about but let's let's save the uh console design reveal for the end here and let's dive into some of the games uh sure. they started out with marvel spider-man miles morales how do you mm -hmm. guys feel about this one well they didn't start with that Oh, technically. They start right. off with GTA. GTA. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Uh, oh, yeah. seeing that Rockstar logo pop up. God. I got That's everyone really... excited. It's fascinating. I'm, I'm glad they had that. I, I was actually oddly surprised 
but like it was like oh yeah good like i i i, I was expecting them to do something with G gta 5 of just be like mm -hmm. yes it will be there uh but it looks like it's getting some kind of expansion thing right yeah but you you're in this press conference talking about the future of gaming and then you see the rockstar logo pop up it kind of gets your hopes high very high and then seeing it isn't gta 6 it isn't a new game it's just gta 5 it kind of hurt the only new thing about this one is playstation 5 is getting a standalone release of gta online and it's mm -hmm. a ps5 exclusive for three months that was the oh, big news out of it. this and it's gonna be like updated graphics, and I believe they said it's like expanded in some way, but we don't know how. Yeah, they did say that they would. It it is an expanded version, but we don't know how. Yeah, yeah, I can see how that could be a little bit misleading or disappointing for some people, but I I, I think you just kind of have to hand it to them because that game is still so popular. Yeah. To think that. This is the third generation GTA 5 is going to be on. Yeah, wild. Well, wild. There, was a, there was a meme going around that said, like, in seven years, we went from GTA 3, San Andreas, uh, one other GTA, then GTA 4, all the mm -hmm. DLC for GTA 4, all that in a seven-year period. But in an eight-year period, we got GTA 5, GTA 5, <laughs> GTA 5, GTA yeah. 5. Yeah, I like that tweet that Imran Khan put out that was... Hey, this is what the next uh, GTA trilogy bundle would look like, and it's just three pictures of GTA, GTA Five. 5. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that makes yeah, sense. Oh <laughs> well, but yeah, it's a great game. So it's great to see it will make the jump to the next generation. Yeah, and I, I think they said something too about uh, like PS Plus members uh, for like yeah. every month until it every releases month. gets like a million dollars or something. Yeah. In that's what I'm. I, I'm a bit confused with if it's. I mean, it. I think it technically would be PlayStation Plus members because you need PlayStation Plus for in order to go online and play GTA online. Yeah. But yeah, the can the wording was a bit weird. But yeah, it it would make sense that it's only only PlayStation Plus members. Good stuff. Uh, well, now let's t talk about Miles Morales. Yeah. What did you guys think of this? Are you guys excited? Yeah. Yes. It's more Spider-Man. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it uh, was confirmed that this is a standalone piece. <laughs> so it's not DLC. It's not... Yeah. You don't have to buy the PS5 remaster, which it's dumb that they're going to make you buy PS5 remaster, probably. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see if they will actually make you buy it. This one yeah, was interesting because they kind of fumbled the messaging with this, like, immediately well, after they showed it. Yeah, but that was because someone interviewed some VP of something in Europe about what this was actually about. Yeah. What, what it, it, if it's a full game or not. So it was kind of weird that they interviewed that person. That person wouldn't necessarily be the most involved on this. But yeah, that came out that maybe it was going to be part of a, I don't know, like an enhanced version of the Vegas 
Spider-Man PS4 game for the PS5 and that it, that it would be tacked on to that game. But yeah, then then they later came out to say that no, it's its own standalone thing. Yeah. Um I've seen this compared to Uncharted Lost Legacy in scope where it's, you know, it's not a full yeah. game per se, but it's still a good sizable chunk. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I think you're you'll, mm-hmm. you'll spend some some good time with. Um, what does this say about the future of the Spider-Man franchise? Is it, it if 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 this takes off, does does that mean Spider-Man Two is not going to have Miles Morales c- content? I think this mm, should be a tie. So. I think it's just a tie in between one and two. It's Letting, giving them more time to make two, yeah, and okay. get everything ready while getting more funds for themselves, and also just introducing us as a playable Miles character because Miles, if, I don't know if you read the Miles comic books, but he has different yeah. superpowers from Spider-Man. He has all yeah. Spider-Man superpowers, but he can also turn invisible. He has a special lightning strike. He has some other abilities. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be introducing that playstyle where maybe in two, I mean, there is probably set the story in this game, and or like a secret post credit scene showing us like this is what two is going to be about beyond what they showed us at the end of the credits for one mm. with that the introduction sense. that Harry is actually already possessed by the symbiote virus and they probably going to say like you actually can play as both Miles and Peter in two yeah that I don't think this be- means that they will just drop Peter or maybe make him a small part of the next game because like you said it would make sense story-wise i just think that yeah it was them taking advantage of what they already had built and making a new game Mm -hmm. around that so as to tie people over for the next game because it has only been like what two years since spider-man ps4 came out 2018 yeah yeah so yeah i'm I'm super stoked. This mm-hmm. game. Yeah, it's I more Spider-Man, which is great. Yeah. I love that game. Do you guys think this will also be available on PlayStation 4? No. No. no? They said any game on PS5 will be made only for the PS5. They're not taking the Xbox route. Yeah. Yeah, and also yeah. it it does feel like they are using this game in order to showcase the power of the PS5. So if you're going to do that, you cannot also have the constraints of the PS4 tying you down. For sure. I've, I've, I, I've heard I, some people talking online being like, hey, this might also be available on PlayStation 4. Yeah, um, but that was because of the wording that they use. But yeah. I don't think that you should look too much into that. I'm, I'm hoping it's... Yeah playstation 5 only because i think that will absolutely help sell the system mm-hmm. right of, of like hey you can play this new uh miles morales spider-man standalone game right now it's yeah playstation 5. yeah i well i don't agree that having it on both consoles is holding it back i do I think do. that they are i think that they are just using this as their system seller because more people want Spider-Man. They they love Spider-Man 1 is a huge huge hit for PlayStation. So they want to sell more copies and they're going to get as many 
uh, consoles out there as possible, even if they are, sounds like they're going to be cutting back a little bit on their supply for the release. But it's just, it's just making it more appealing to buy it at launch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sony's message clearly has been that they are prepared to move on to the next console, as opposed to Microsoft, which still wants to be as involved with the Series X as involved with the One series. I don't think it's yeah. that. It's more of being respectful to your time and money, especially in the day it, with all the issues going on with the world. Mm-hmm. There's going to be people are going to be hard financially yeah. and more people are going to buy PS5 at first because they know that they can buy, they can play games on the Xbox one, but you're still giving money to Xbox and more people are going to give money to Xbox, whether it be on PC and the Xbox one. And it's just, if they're going to be available anywhere, but again, I don't agree that it's holding games back because mm, on it, PC, it is, PC you, it how? Tell well, me how. Well, when you make a game for a specific hardware, it, it isn't always like if you're going to put it on a hardware that is less powerful, it isn't always just sliders. There are things that only powerful hardware could do, whereas you couldn't necessarily do certain stuff. <sighs> I think let, let, you're... Well, at the PlayStation, well, yes. For PlayStation's example, hardware is very uh, proprietary. Each system mm-hmm. is very much different from the last one. Well, Xbox, they're making it more and more uniform. Where it's you, you are basically running a PC with a special uh, software system on it, a special well, but- uh, OS that because you can play PC games, you can play Xbox games on your PC, and they run mm-hmm. better. They not being held back at all and yeah but do they run better as in frame rate and quality or can you actually take away some features because more power isn't only just better visuals and better better frame rate you can I think it's gonna i think the only difference is gonna be loading times it's not gonna be features taken away it's gonna be you might be sitting at a loading screen a little bit longer mm. or there well, might not be as many enemies on screen at once or you're just not gonna have ray tracing yeah, mm, but look. Let's look back to the beginning of the PS4 generation of the Xbox One generation. I do remember being there, and everyone was just waiting for the developers to leave the other consoles behind because we it was noticeable how the previous generation was holding back the games, how games weren't able to accomplish their full potential. That was something that happened, and it it did happen as well with. Uh... What is it? Uh, Mordor, Shadow of Mordor, where yep. the previous generation just didn't have the Nemesis system, while the new one did. So they made it for the new system. They just took out a feature. So it is possible. Yeah, I mean, it, technically, yeah, in some cases it is possible, but in some, not in every case. Cool. Well, let's move on to the next one. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, I think was one of the biggest announcements that they had at the reveal event. What are you guys thinking about this new uh, Horizon Zero Dawn sequel? Cool. I think, yeah, I think it's more Horizon. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait. I, I, I thought this was a good step forward in terms of 
what it would look like, new environments that I want to see. Like it looked like they had a whole underwater level and exploration and stuff like that, which is something you did not do in the first one. Um, so I'm excited to see where that one goes. I think that one, uh, they said that one was 2021, right? If I'm not mistaken. They didn't give a release date. Uh, yeah, I don't think they said anything. They just said that it's happening. Yeah, I mean, it, it has to be 2021 because we know that Spider-Man will be 2020. Um, since we're assuming that the PS5 will come out around November, December, maybe a, a little bit earlier, you don't have enough, enough of a window to not, ca not have one game cannibalize the rest of the other games. Yeah. So it makes uh, sense, 2021. Yeah, I think this was also one of the games that looked the best. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, but did we really see anything, like, in-game-wise? Well, we did. Probably we saw not. the new creatures. It was, it was all definitely a... It wasn't gameplay footage, that's for sure. Yeah. It was all, like, computer-generated footage that made it seem like it was in-game, but it was not... Run, it was definitely running on system, but it wasn't mm -hmm. in-game controller in-hand footage. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it, it, that's not going to be, uh, you know, exactly what it looks like when you're playing it. But I think that is indicative of j j just the, the, the step up. Because I, I remember playing uh, the first one and... When you're like out in the forest parts of, of, of that game, there's just so much g g going on and it feels so lush. And then to see what was in this one and it just looks like 10 times that, I was just like, oh yeah. man, this is going to mm. be packed. Be packed with just detail and all sorts of stuff. And I think it's going to look fantastic. So, I'm yeah. excited for that one. Uh, Resident Evil 8 Village. Either of you guys excited about the next Resident Evil game? Mm. Sounds I've like never a Resident Evil. I've never been a Resident no. Evil person, but it seems it seems cool. Like it's yeah. Resident Evil, but like also Castlevania feeling. Yeah, like I I sure. I'm not a horror game fan. If you guys have been listening to our show, I played through <laughs> Resident Evil t Two recently and was like, yeah, nope, no thanks. Took you like a month I am, baby. to play through it. <laughs> I am baby. <laughs> Please don't make me do this. Um but I I like I liked the vibe that they were going for with that one. Yeah. I mean it clearly it seems to be a sequel to both the last canonical Resident Evil game which was Resident Evil 7 and it also it takes a lot of elements from it like the first person first person aspect but it's also story-wise a sequel to Resident Evil 4. And so in my case, I haven't played either of those games. I've only played the gotcha. the remakes for 2 and 3. So to me, maybe to me it isn't exciting, but I know that for people who love Resident Evil, it was a pretty exciting announcement. Indeed. Uh, let's see, looking down this list, I'm going to skip on down to Ratchet and Clank. The Rift Apart. Heck. 
Heck yeah. More Ratch, Hell please. Yeah. yeah. I, I was so excited when this came on. I was like, yes, I want more Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> um, and I think this one was basically their tech demo. It, 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 it was the one that's like, look what we can do with the solid yeah, state drive in, way inside more than hardware. Way more than any of, any oh, of yeah. the other games that they showed. Oh, yeah. It, yeah, it really I mean, felt like was, a tech demo. It was a tech demo. It was definitely a showcase of what the PS5 is capable of. Mm-hmm. And plus, I think this is the one game that we really got gameplay for, it seemed. Yep. Like, they yeah. had a whole segment where they were actually playing it and not just a cinematic trailer that looked like gameplay, like for most of the other ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, you can see the... Sure. You can see the SSD being put to work with how seamlessly the transition between worlds it was, how seamless it was. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it, it, it had this mechanic where it looked like you were kind of grappling hooking into like alternate dimensions yeah, or like into a rift that transported you to new areas of the map or different planets and stuff like that. And it was all instant. It's like, whoa, yeah. this is cool. I'm excited about that one. Uh, I know IG, IGN's Brian Altano uh, misread the name, <laughs> and he thought it said rip a fart. So, I mean, I wouldn't put it past the Ratchet and Clank team to make up something like that because they seem to have a history. Yeah, they always do stuff like that. Well, yeah, everything's in your window. But yeah, going or back to the, the argument we were having before, I do think that this is clearly an example of a developer not being held back with the with older hardware. Yeah. Because I doubt if they had to actually also create this game for uh for hardware that didn't have an SSD, you wouldn't implement the mechanics of the rifts there because it. I, Obviously, it would, have, was, would take time still, to yeah. transition between one another. I think it would still be in there, but there would be loading screens in between. Yeah, and but I think at that point, you wouldn't do it. It wouldn't fair. work. That's yeah, fair. I, I think with this game in particular, it is one that like you, you have to have it on something like the PlayStation mm-hmm. 5. It just wouldn't be possible, or else it would just be... You know, DLC for the that first Ratchet and, and Clank remake, which I has I'll, still I still haven't beat. Oh, you should play it. It's so much fun. Yeah. No, I love yeah, the game. Say, I played through Ignacio, most just, of it. I never just beat wait it. until the Xbox event, and we'll we can determine then if hard, if the games are actually being held back. Okay. Sure. Because we are. It's all speculation for now. If games are being held back or not for the Xbox with their with their process for next generation so i'd say let's just wait and not argue for argument's sake <laughs> sounds good i love arguing <laughs> hey you can come back when xbox have, has their own event yeah indeed uh how about this demon souls remake mick is, is this uh tickling your fancy here i'm gonna dive into it yeah i want to get back into the older games, but I think they're too slow, so I think a modern version of an old Soulsborne game will be fun. So, I'm definitely going to try it out. Sounds good. It, it is not a game for me. I am not a fan of that style of combat. 
but I'm excited for people who are excited about this game. Yeah. What I know there's a reason why people don't like going back to Demon's Souls as opposed to the Dark Souls series. Do they you remember? From Was what it I harder? It's okay, just but... like quality of life stuff that they just like yeah. they've they've just Im- improved on those systems uh, enough where it's just like man it's it's hard to go back to the the old one yeah i wonder how much they will actually change because this is blue point doing the game right indeed Mm -hmm. and this blue point also made the shadow of colossus that's where i was going remake yeah that's where i was going because you didn't like how much they kept from the original game how little they changed well, it wasn't that. It, like they, they, I, I like that they had the original stuff in there, but mm-hmm. then they defaulted you to what they ca- called a modern control scheme, and it was just a really bad con- control scheme. And I was like, this isn't modern at all. Like it, it doesn't feel like that at all. Like I, I would push f- forward on the jo- jo- joystick, and the horse wouldn't m- m- move. That just seems like the most basic of basic things, like if, if you're going to update that. But they did have the like, hey, play it how it was originally back in there too. And I was just like, I'd kind of rather not, but thanks. But yeah, so yeah. we'll see. It would be interesting to see how much they change. Indeed. Did you, do yeah, you guys have and- thoughts? Oh, go ahead, Mick. I'm just thinking it's going to be cool to see with everything with a modern take on it. It's going to be running smoother and better. Hopefully yeah. a lot, hopefully less glitches and yeah. just working with the modern controller. Indeed. Did either of you have thoughts on Gran Turismo 7? Uh, I no. mean, you have to have it there. Yeah. Let's not forget that, that Gran Turismo 5... Was or is still the best-selling PlayStation game of all time, and it's also a racing game. Is always a good showcase of the new yeah. hardware. We we said that Ratchet and Clank is the tech demo, but racing games are always the tech demo for these new yeah. consoles. Yeah, we can expect a new Forza game. We can expect a new Forza game with Xbox. There's going to be a grand, new Gran Turismo for PlayStation. It's just how it is, right? Unfortunately, mm-hmm. though, I know that this was running at 1080-30, so a the lot stream of or the actual Ocho game? The, the actual video uh, that they did for the stream. So I, once we get that on your, your actual console, I'm sure it's, it's going to look so much better uh, Yeah, what was on there. Uh, are either of you looking forward to Deathloop? This one oh, is definitely yeah. on yes. my radar. Yep. Yeah. This one looks insane. Uh, this is a new game from Arcane Studios. I believe we saw it last year at E3, uh, but not yeah. much came out about it. Uh, it's going to be out holiday 2020, so I'm assuming that's going to be on the new consoles uh, as well. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm still not exactly sure how the gameplay works. It, 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 like, it, it might just be like a Dark Souls style game, but in the form of an arcane like um, 
dishonored style where you're beating up bad guys and and teleporting to certain spots and stuff like that but it's just really difficult to get to the end game that's kind of what i got but i don't know if that's correct mm. is, is, is that what seemed... you guys were thinking my impression is it's just a like a 1v1 game where there's like one person that's like the boss with minions and the other person's just invading the castle so it might be difficult because you are invading their palace or whatever it's going to be called and trying to get them killed but it's I don't think it's going to be difficult per se mm. might be as difficult as a uh, Dishonored game since it has a lot of the similar Dishonored yeah. properties yeah, with the teleportation yeah. the abilities yeah, so I, yeah. I, to me it sounded like he had a mission like the main character that you play as had a mission to kind of uh, you know, stop this loop somehow, like figure out what's mm. going on and stop that loop. And at the same time, there was also someone who was hunting you, tr trying to stop you, mixed in with all of the regular bad guys. I got the impression that it was like, try and try again. Like you have to get this exactly right, but you're gonna have to figure out what that path is. Somehow. No, I think the story is about you being taken to this place where every time you die, you just start the loop over and over and again. And they have you kill this group of people in order to have you escape that actual loop and that actual island. Mm -hmm. And while you're trying to kill these people, you also have someone hunting you down. So I think the the game might be structured around hey, each one of these targets is in this one area, so you have to figure out how you infiltrate that area and actually get to that target without being killed by the guards and without being killed by this one assassin that's hunting you down. Yeah. And I think that's where they're also bringing dishonored elements where you actually have to figure out how you get to your target without dying. I think it was yeah, so yeah. much fun, though. Yeah, I wasn't expecting how much Dishonored was in this game. Yeah, it's pretty same. much Dishonored, but in another setting, another aesthetic. Good stuff. Uh, of course, they had NBA 2K21 coming out this fall as well. Of course. Um, I, I Gotta have In it. particular, I'm not a sports game fan, so I was just like, yeah, that makes sense. Stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. With that. I don't think anyone was doubting that this would be a thing eventually. Yeah. Uh, the next big one that I want to talk about is Hitman 3. Hitman 3 looked fantastic. I, I was not expecting this. This, I think, was the biggest surprise for me. Um, I, it's, it, it looks like it's a full sequel. But I, I, I think there's going to be more details coming down the road. That's going to be coming January 2021. Looks like that will yeah. be on uh, the Very new, soon. new consoles as well. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. For the sake of I time. Wish... Oh, oh. <laughs> go ahead, Ignacio. No, I said I, I wish they would have shown more gameplay because they, they showed the trailer and then they went and said, hey, we're going to show you gameplay, but... <laughs> I think that yeah, was, was that barely 
qualifies as gameplay. It reminded me of the Assassin's Creed Valhalla gameplay we saw on the Xbox in, in the inside Xbox where it wasn't really gameplay. Yeah. So I wish we would have seen more. For the sake of time, uh, I'm I'm gonna skip ahead just to the console reveal. Let's let's t- talk about that. There, there there was some more games in there that you guys can go check out. There were some fantastic ones um, from big AAA stuff to indie games that looked incredible. Uh, but what did you guys think about the console itself? It's growing on me. I didn't like it at first. I thought it was super ugly, but I think it looks different. It's gonna look good on my shelf next to my collectibles. So, hmm. yeah, I like what it. Do you think it, for sure? It wasn't something that I was expecting. It really reminded me of those fan renderings of what the PS Five would would look like that <laughs> yeah. you'd see online. The big V. Yeah. <laughs> Something that you would never expect to the console to actually look like. But no, it turns out it actually looks like that. And I liked it. I don't know why so many people are down on it. I because realized the aesthetic and how different, different it is. That's why. Yeah, I, I loved it. I thought it looked fantastic. But yeah, I, it's also just completely extra. <laughs> <laughs> why does it have these big, like a giant popped collar like i because it's making a v like yeah, for five i i feel like those are gonna break off somehow some mm. way like if mm-hmm. i'm transporting this somehow i feel mm. like that those are gonna break off but who knows i don't think so i think I, it's more like that for for the ventilation yeah it's it's an interesting one. I've seen a yeah. lot of memes like it looks like a router. It looks like this. It looks building. like Serokaiba. It looks like Cell from <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. You know, it looks like the Eye of Sauron. Yeah, yeah. So uh, com- comparing this to the Xbox Series X, uh, which one do you guys like more? Mick, let's start with you. I like the Xbox more. I think it's more inconspicuous. You can stick it anywhere. It's going to blend in just fine. Sure. So, I mean, consoles mm-hmm. you're not going to look at. So, it's just yeah. going to be sitting on a shelf, either in your entertainment center or under your desk. And the Xbox, it can just go right where my current Xbox is now. It's going to take up a little less space. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw the size comparison, but it's ti- way tinier than the PS5, which is... Bigger than the chonky yeah. PS3. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I, I, like, I when I actually huge. saw the comparison, it was weird. I've not seen size comparisons yet, so it, this is bigger than that. That like burrito looking. It's PS3. yeah, it's taller. It's the biggest P- PlayStation or the biggest console. I would say the tallest. So I don't know. Okay, like it, the it, widest it or be, what? It might not be fatter, but it's yeah. wider. It's, it's very, very for sure. tall. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, aesthetic-wise, I like the PS5 more. But yeah, the Series X looks more convenient. Like, that's easier to fit somewhere, anywhere, the Series X. Yeah. 
I, I think for me, I, I just like how bold the PlayStation 5 one looks, but I think yeah. at the end of the day, I, I would prefer the Xbox Series X design. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I like that it, it just does not draw your attention. Like, I'm, I'm going to be a box in my, <laughs> my little box self. Yeah. So, Let's but move yeah, on, on from wait, the, before that. the Sony event. Oh, you have one, one more thing. Yeah, no, the biggest surprise that they announced a digital only right. version. Yeah. I forgot about that. They, no took, they, that took, notes from, they took notes from Xbox. They did. Um, did you yeah, see I, that tweet? I don't know who tweeted it. I think it was Jason Schreier that said Sony revealed Project Lockhart before Xbox. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing is, like, yeah. Xbox did this first, and everybody was laughing at them for doing this. With the X One X or the Xbox One S All Digital Edition, the everyone was laughing, laughing dumb... because of the name. Because it, it's <laughs> no, they, they, they were laughing at it being they were laughing at being a dumb idea too. But PlayStation doing it now, it's like it makes sense for the times. People are moving. Yeah. Yeah. It's like half the purchases are now all digital. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they yeah, were close when Xbox did it, but it's going to be cool to see a modern console going out of the gate with it. Yeah, I wonder what the price difference will actually be, because if looking if it's at the like Xbox, yeah, the side like edition, the X- it was only fifty bucks less. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I wonder. I'm, I'm wondering if they're going to like up the hard drive space inside or the SSD space inside. Mm. Instead. I don't think so because if you yeah, look at it, the disk drive is just a bubble off of it, so they're just removing the yeah. disk drive. It's not like it's not gonna be the same exact shape. Yeah, no, but uh, right. I but don't like, think you need an actual bigger, physically bigger SSD. I think that they could compensate for the lack of of actually having a disk there and knowing well, that a, you will have more detailed games in there. Compensate that with one, having a bigger size SSD. A two terabyte SSD is way more expensive than a one terabyte SSD in a disk drive. Yeah. Yeah. No, for I'm, sure. I mean, I, I'm I'm not sure what they'll do. I'm expecting it to be cheaper, but I am wondering. Yeah. If I mean, it will be will somehow cheaper for sure. Compensate uh, and, the no disk drive with the mm-hmm. extra the extra space and keep the price the same, so it's like one less thing to be conf- confused about. Mm-hmm. I like the. Th- I like the theory that it's only going to be $50 cheaper because $50 more for buying a console is a lot better of a bargain than $100. So people yeah. think like, oh, it's a steal if I get the $50 more version than if yeah. it's $100 or more for the different prices. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that for it to make sense to have two different SKUs, you have to go for a bigger difference than just $50. I like Greg Miller's uh, reasoning on them having a bigger differential in that they will be that yes the they might lose money on the console itself by making it cheaper but every game sale that comes from that console will go all for them you yeah. don't have to split the money with a GameStop or whoever so I like that reason that makes sense makes sense mm-hmm Let's move on to story number two here in our news section, and let's talk about the future of Destiny 2. Uh, They also had a big reveal event uh, where they 
talked about what is down the road for Destiny 2. Uh, are either of you guys still playing Destiny 2 in some way, shape, or form? No? Yes. Still playing? Still? I mean, it's, a, it, it's still a thing, as, as this, yeah, it's still a thing. this thing made abundantly clear. No, I, I mean, I got Destiny 2 when it came out. The day it came out, I mm -hmm. haven't played it since. Gotcha. Uh, well, it looks like there is not going to be a Destiny 3, at least for the foreseeable future. Instead, they will be updating Destiny 2. Uh, however, D D D Destiny 2 has gotten so big uh, that to update, <laughs> update it the way that they want, they are going to have to cycle out older, less active content in into what they call the Destiny Content Vault. Uh, that will ensure that the most played content is always on there, and it will give them some time to work on the older content, fix some things, and then cycle it back in down, down, down the road. Uh, Bungie announced that it will be coming to next gen uh, with smart delivery on Xbox and free upgrades for PlayStation 5. Uh, they mentioned that it will be running at 4K60 on next-gen consoles. Uh, and then available right now uh, is a new d -d -d dungeon uh, involving the Nine. I don't know anything about them because I haven't played Destiny 2 in a long time. So. <laughs> hmm. uh, we also know that their new season is available right now, entitled Season of Arrivals. Um, I guess that's just all the, the new content, new missions, new weapons, and stuff like that. Uh, but then they kind of announced their roadmap. This was the, the, the big announcement of their, their whole showcase. First and foremost, Beyond Light is their next story expansion that is going to be coming in 2020. Uh, I believe in September is what they said, I think. I don't remember off the top of my head. I should have written that down. Uh, hmm. But then coming in 2021, their expansion called The Witch Queen uh, will be following that one up. And then in 2022, Lightfall is going to be their, their new expansion. Um, and it looks like they're going to be introducing a new power. They have like the void power, the arc power. I don't remember what they all are, but it looks like they are introducing a new uh, type of power into the game. I think beginning with Beyond Light later this year. So if you're a Destiny 2 fan, be excited for that. Uh, Mick, did, 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 did you happen to watch this, this stream? I did, and it actually gave, got me more interested back into Destiny, where I went, I bought, I downloaded on Steam, I downloaded on Xbox, I used some sales to buy the expansions packs, and I want to get back into it now, because it seems like they did a lot of good for it, and I want to support Bungie for yeah. doing a lot of good after they split from Activision, finally. Mm -hmm. And even more information came out after this, where it was, they clearly, Bungie wanted to be a uh, games as a service, which they're doing now, but Activision mm -hmm. was the one who pushed them to annualize it where they've released a new destiny every couple of years so now that they're free they're definitely going on their own track now they find their footing after releasing shadow keep 
Right, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, it's nice to see Bungie still going with Destiny 2. I think Destiny 2 is free now, right? Yep, everything uh, up correct. until Shadowkeep. Yeah, Yeah. so free. I think that's pretty cool. Still updating the game. Yeah, I I would like to get back into that game. I want to like it more than I have. I played Destiny 1 and Destiny 2. I did all the story stuff, um, but that was it. That was all I really did, and that's kind of all I'm interested in. Um, but yeah, like the the characters look so cool. This like I I know there's lore in there that I know nothing about, um, and so I I I still feel like I'm missing out. And so this stuff is like, yeah, I kind of want to jump back in and support them now that they're on their own and they're announcing all of their new plans and like that but i i feel like i would still be completely lost so mm. we'll see we'll see I, yeah. I might jump back in and tr- tr- try it out because i still haven't played forsaken like that so maybe i can buy that and then get in that way and be like okay i'm c- kind of caught up to date let me do all, all of this stuff who knows yeah we'll see mm-hmm. Let's move on to number three, uh, which is the MPD numbers for May. Uh, this is coming from VentureBeat. I forgot who uh, wrote this one down. Sum this all up for us. Oh, good old Jeff Grubb. Of course. Good old Jeffy Grubb Grubb. Yeah. Um, so here are the top ten g- games for May. Uh... Coming in at number 10 was Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. It's a little bit surprising, but good. Good for that game. Uh, Number 9 was Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Mm -hmm. Number 8 People getting hyped for Valhalla. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm I'm sure sure that bumped up their sales indeed. Uh, Number 8 is Final Fantasy VII Remake. Good to see. Yep. Deal Number strong. seven mm-hmm. is Minecraft. Uh, that has an Juggernaut. asterisk. An, an asterisk. So I'm assuming we don't know the digital sales of that one. Hmm. Uh, coming in at number six is Red Dead Redemption 2. Interesting. Number f- yeah. And number five, Mortal Kombat 11. Good for them. Uh-huh. Didn't they, yeah. they just um uh, they did the DLC right like a yeah. week or two they have ago? like the com- the complete edition basically which is like a couple new characters more story mm-hmm. added to it good stuff yeah good stuff uh coming in at number four was NBA two K twenty okay the charts at number three was Animal Crossing New Horizons. And again, that one has an asterisk, so I don't know if we know the full digital sales uh, with that one. Still going strong. Yeah. This month after yeah, it is, this month. it is still selling like hotcakes. Yep. Number two mm-hmm. was Grand Theft Auto V. I feel like I, this could be, this could have a huge jump because it was free on the Epic Game Store. I don't think. 
think so. Because I, I think still this units... tracks sales, though, right? But you're still does that count as a sale? I think so because you're technically purchasing it for free. Yeah, but I think if those numbers that. were I counted, I think that. it would make it to number one. Not people are up for Epic Game Store. Still, oh, it's number two is a fantastic spot for a game that came out in 2013. Hell yeah, it is. Yeah, but I, but I, I mean, I, GTA I, I, Five I is usually on. I would say at least top five, if not top, maybe top ten. I think you have not. to keep in mind that uh, people have kind of theorized that it's staying in the top ten because it's cheaper to buy a, a, like a new version of the game than to get the like shark cards. Stuff that, mm-hmm. that that you need, which the game c- comes with, so that might be part of it. And so I don't know. Yeah, like I I I think that that's just w- one more thing you need to keep in mind with these sales and why it's always in the top ten. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then coming in at number one, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Interesting. M, yeah. I, I'm assuming it might have, maybe it could be on the top for a similar reason to GTA Five, maybe, because I think Call of Duty Modern Warfare being on the number one might have something to do with Warzone, and I don't think people are buying Modern Warfare necessarily to play Warzone, seeing as Warzone is a free-to-play game. Interesting. So it might have. It might be a similar situation to GTA 5. I don't know. Well, last but not least for our major news stories this week, uh, number four is New Kingdom Hearts Dark Road details. We got a bunch of screenshots, uh, and we are looking at a little write-up from... Alistair Wong at Silicon Era. They write, uh, following the reveal of four new characters who will appear in the Xehanort-focused Kingdom Hearts Dark Road, the official Twitter account for the mobile game started a new retweet campaign. The game will launch within the Kingdom Hearts Union Cross app. Is it cross or key? Kingdom Hearts Union Key or Union I think it's Union Cross. I think it's Union Cross. I feel like I've heard both, but it will be Uh, in the Kingdom Hearts Union Cross app and carries the same general chibi style and graphics. We see Xehanort talking to Eric Kiss and yet another mysterious cloaked figure. Dark. Kingdom Hearts Dark Road will take place in the past and seems already to feature an entirely fresh cast. Other than Xehanort and Eric Kiss. The game was originally set to release in spring 2020 but was pushed back to an unspecified new date. So, Ignacio... What did you think of these screenshots that, that 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 we got here? Yeah, I was definitely not expecting how much how similar uh, Dark Road was or is going to be to Union Cross. 
And also, I didn't know that it was going to be a part of Union Cross. So, yeah, that's mainly why I included that, because I thought that was new newsworthy. But, I, I mean, I'm a Kingdom Hearts fan, but I don't know if I'll play it, especially now, knowing that it will be part of Union Cross and it will mm -hmm. still have the same mechanics of Union Cross. I've tried to play it, but haven't gotten any very far on it. So I, I, I haven't played any of the Kingdom Hearts mobile gig games, but from what it looks like in these screenshots, it looks like it has like a card mechanic, like Chain of Memories did. Yeah, Is that kinda. correct? Yeah, yeah, it's... And Union Cross, it's all about off. these uh, little... Like, you get little uh, medals. It's all about these medals that you use, and it's all based on Disney characters and Kingdom Hearts characters. Mm -hmm. They all do different abilities, different powers. It's... Basically, a rock, paper, scissors game that you're playing. Gotcha. And in this one, yeah, it's going to be, looks like it's more card based. And I, the biggest fear I have of this, since it's going to be kind of by the same team as Union Cross, is are they going to drag out the story that they've been doing with Union Cross? Because I dropped off after 2,000 missions are out there. Jesus. But only like. 200 of those are actual story based and they just keep on adding more and more and more story to it that it's like very very piecemeal but still like pushing it further and further along so i hope that they have a definitive plan it's just like single game that has a clear start middle and end right away yeah yeah okay mm -hmm. good to know yeah i didn't know you played union cross i wasn't expecting i did for that. a while i had to i had to drop off though because again it's a money grab game you yeah. spend more money, they get better stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's also weird to think that Union Cross and the original... Was it just Union? The one that came before that? It's weird it to was, think that... Uh, Kingdom Hearts Key, Kingdom Hearts Unchained Key. Yeah. Then they renamed it to Union Cross. Okay. Yeah, so it's weird to think how... All of the lore and all the story that they have in there is... All canon. It's weird to think that that there's yeah. a part of Kingdom Hearts that I know nothing about. Yeah, that's why I was so lost at the end of Kingdom Hearts three because I was like, I don't know who these like weird characters in the animal masks are and stuff like that. Well, those guys they appeared in Key Back Cover, which yeah, was part two point eight. The movie should movie. All right, well, that about wraps us up for all the major news stories. Let's get on to our new and notable section. We have a lot to announce this week. Uh, there's been multiple showcases and all sorts of stuff. IG IGN has been doing their summer of gaming. Their summer of gaming. Not speak. Uh, their summer of gaming streams. Let's go with that one. Not to be confused uh, with summer. No, what was the Jeff Kill Summer thing? Games Fest. Summer Games Fest. Yeah, Games I was Fest confused. Both of those. Yeah. So, uh, they have done I think three different streams so far over three different days. Um, you guys can go to IGN for a full list of everything that was announced. Uh, but I pulled out a couple highlights here, uh, so I'm going to read them off. Um, 
we, we actually have three showcases to talk about, so we'll do this section by section. I will read them off uh, for each section, and then if there's one in that section you want to talk about, uh, we'll, we'll you know, say what we need to do with that, and then we will move on. Uh, so first is the IGN streams. Uh, Metal Hellsinger is coming in 2021. This one was neat because it is a heavy metal shooter rhythm game. That one looked. I am all about this, and I can't wait. Indeed. Then Alex Kid in Miracle World DX was announced. I have never heard of this game, but I saw a lot of people talking on Twitter that were super excited for this one. Well, Alex Kidd was, I think, for a long time, the mascot for the one of the Sega consoles. I think the Genesis or okay. the one before that one. It was like that kind of like the Mario before Sony took over. Gotcha. Uh, I think that's right. And then Foreclosed, which is a stylish cyberpunk action adventure game, uh, is coming in Q2 2021. And then 13 Remake is coming November 10th. Uh, that also had a comic book looking style. I think that was a Xbox 360 game. Is that right? Or was it a... It was a original PS2 Xbox? game. PS2, okay. Man. PS2, yeah, Xbox. when I saw this, I thought they were talking about Final Fantasy 13. No, this but is... No. Uh, it's it's a shooter style, but it has like this really cool comic book looking effect on that. Uh, I think I think they announced it last year, but uh, we just got a a date this year. Uh, Castle Storm Two demo is now available on the Epic Game Store, and its full release is July thirty first. Uh, so if that is something you guys are interested in go check that one out uh and then lucifer within us is coming 2020 uh this was an interesting mashup it looked like an isometric uh view but was um it, it, they d described it as a mix between the exorcist and the like ace attorney games looks like you'll be solving mysteries and expelling demons like that that looked uh did you guys have anything else from these ign streams that you wanted to give a shout out to or something that you guys were excited about mm -hmm. nothing really about ign streams but i think they set the expectations correctly saying maybe a couple games here and there nothing major by these yeah. publishers yeah yeah, but there's, yeah there's i haven't paid of much of that they had I haven't paid much attention to it because I think that not having a focused event like like E3 kind of like it negatively impacted it in a way how unfocused everything is, seeing how yeah, many it, people have their own things all separate from one another. For anything that has like a big... Sorry, go ahead. Oh No, it also doesn't help that I looked into the schedule for what IGN was doing and they seem to be like having 
like uh, interviews and showing games and also announcing new games all kind of like mixed in together. It wasn't yeah. like for now on we're just going to reveal new games and now it's the interview section. It was it all all felt like it was all mixed together. So I I know I, I want the reveals, but I don't necessarily care for the interviews and whatnot. So I think that made me not really care about what IGN was doing. I just yeah. at the end of the day looked at the list of new games that they announced. That makes sense. It's it's mm-hmm. nice to have on in the back around, but it's not something that's mm-hmm. really gonna hold your attention much. Yeah. I mean, it's a, uh, it's everything that happened with um, old E3, where everybody watched for the press conferences, and after that, there was interviews all day long, and it just kind of continued yeah. that. And but going back to like, there's just so many different conferences going on. Without E3, which is like the big monopoly for events in the summer, it created a power vacuum, and everybody's trying to monopolize on it now. Like, everybody's trying to jump in on it, try to be the next big event. But now, ever since everybody's doing it, it's almost like there's just too much information coming out. Where yeah. We got what ninety plus new games announced today, yeah, and that's yep. only today. Ridiculous. Yep. Let's t- talk about the Gorilla Collective next. This was uh, a showcase from Kind of Funny uh, and the Indie Mega Booth. Is that right? No. No, India Indie Media Exchange. Indie Media Exchange. That's something exchange. Um. Let me look that up because I should. Well, it's by the Gorilla Collective and I and kind of funny. Bam! There we go. Um. Nope. Come on. Being slow. Media in the exchange. So we kind of media in the exchange. Had it right. We just mixed mixed it up there. Yeah. Uh, so they they had a showcase to bring a bunch of uh, new indie games and stuff like that. However, they started with a brand new System Shock trailer, uh, and they announced that a Ooh. demo was coming soon. This was very surprising because they yeah there was news recently that the IP got sold to somebody else. So the yeah, fact that they have a Tencent trailer already is now taking it over. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I could have sworn I read something recently that talked about them not really working much on System Shock. Maybe I, I was wrong, but that was the idea that I had. So it was interesting seeing it here. Yeah, because I know it's a game that people have been looking forward to. Yeah, indeed, I am looking forward to that one. I also wrote down a game c- called Roki, which is coming July 23rd, 2020, uh, to PC and Switch. I thought this one looked neat. It looked like a 2D uh, like puzzle adventure g- 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 game. Um, it looked like it had a cool story and some cool-looking characters on that one. We also got a new trailer for Baldur's Gate 3, and we know that early access is coming in august 2020 covid19 permitting mm-hmm. Be on the lookout for that one uh also <coughs> one i thought was neat is a game called liberated uh which is coming this july 
I think I've heard about this game a couple times before, but they describe it as a uh, like a noir comic book come to life. Yes, it looks so cool. It does look sick. Yeah. I'm excited for that one. Uh, and last but not least, Just Die Already. Old People Sandbox. Or uh, old, old People Chaos Sandbox, I think is what the full name was. Um, what a weird game, but this trailer that they, they, they had uh, was a spoof on the Death Stranding trailer. A reference that I didn't get when I, see, when I saw it. it I didn't well, yeah, so he I, also, he I also put in the beginning, first. please unblock my number. Yeah. Which was very <laughs> funny. Yeah. So I, I saw it on Twitter first, so I went in kind of no, knowing what to expect. Um, but yeah, it, it was ridiculously funny, but it was just so weird. Like, what? Yeah, like, no, for sure. I, I kind of don't get it, and I don't think it necessarily represented their game. The best way but it in a strange way like got me inter- interested in the game like now i want to know more yeah so <coughs> good stuff yeah i mean uh, it worked the whole adding the, <laughs> the whole message at the end yeah which was very funny yeah it all worked <laughs> now we're talking about it i think uh if i'm not mistaken there are gonna be multiple d- 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 days of the gorilla collective I think they have multiple yes. streams going on. I think uh, it's so people, three days. Yeah. But I don't know if the next one is tomorrow or not. They, they did change up their schedule a bit. I don't know if their web website is reflecting that or not. Um, yeah, they are, were originally supposed to be, I think, a couple of days ago, and they postponed because of all the... It was a week ago, I think. Uh, ...stuff, yeah. Uh, but they That's, ended up that's... doing a stream to... Spotlights, uh, black game developers, uh, and stuff like that. That was cool. Um, be on the lookout for more stuff from the Gorilla Collective. Let's talk about the PC Games Showcase. Uh, this, I believe, happened this morning. Uh, yeah, as it happened, recording happened just after the Gorilla Collective, like 45 minutes mm-hmm. later. Yeah. Uh, I did not get to watch this one. I just kind of went through some of the highlights and picked out some stuff that I thought looked neat. Uh, I think first and foremost, Persona 4 Golden is coming to Steam. Um, I think that was the big one that everyone is talking about. If you are a fan of Persona 5, maybe go check out Persona 4. I bought it immediately. Nice. Yeah, I thought so. (laughs) You You didn't play it on the beta? No, yeah. I barely touched my Vita. Damn. How could you? <laughs> Do beat Vita dirty like that. Uh, let's see. Vita did Next, itself uh, dirty. Oh. I, I mean, hey, it made it into The Last of Us 2, so it's, it, it's, it's going to be around Shut for up. a while. We're not going to talk about that game. Shut up. <laughs> um... Let's see. Next up was a game called In Sound Mind. Looked like a pretty cool horror-style game. Uh, The demo is available now, and it will be coming out early 2021. Uh, They also announced Remnant from the Ashes Subject 2039, which is a brand new DLC for that game, coming soon. Uh, I've 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 heard good 
good things about that game, but I never played it. Um, so I'm on the lookout for that. Uh, then I saw a much slower paced, calmer looking game called Among Trees. Uh, that looks like it's very nature focused um, with some re really cool, colorful artwork that is out now on the Epic Game Store. Uh, let's see. We also got a some a new update from Amazon's new world MMO. Uh, it's going to be getting a beta in late July and a full release in August. This one is interesting because this will now be the third game that Amazon is putting out. Um, it'll be their second one in recent times. They have a free-to-play shooter, which I've already forgotten the name of. Um, but then this one we know has been in the works for a while, but it is finally happening. So on the lookout for that. Maybe this will be Amazon's first game that it runs well. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully. Last but not least, uh, Twin Mirror, which is a game that I did not know about, uh, but this is a game from Don't Nod, uh, the creators of Life is Strange. Uh, this will be coming soon. Um, I'm excited about this one because I'm a big fan of Life is Strange and Life is Strange 2. Uh, they have another game that I think is I, I don't remember if it was xbox exclusive or not but it had a trans character in that one i was interested i believe in that it one. is xbox exclusive mm. yeah yeah i'm i'm looking forward to that one but i did not know about the the s one they have two games in the works and i know they also opened up a new studio recently so don't not is making some moves making some moves uh i will say that this one looked a lot better than life is strange in terms of graphics i know life is strange also kind of has like a painterly art style this one is a lot more realistic and the voice acting uh seems to be a lot more natural i i think with the success of their previous stuff they've uh to invest in some stuff to up their games and that just makes me more excited good stuff uh that's about it for new and notable uh let's get into the last section of the show which is our upper runner cool so Upper Runners, this is our section uh, where we share some more news, but we don't really have much to say on this, or we don't know much about it yet. Uh, first and foremost, Star Wars Maverick has finally been announced. Uh, I believe the name is Star Wars Squadron. Uh, and there's going to be a full reveal on Monday, so by the time this is live the reveal tra trailer will already be up i'm sure we will t t talk about it more next week wait so this monday yes it is saturday today yeah, no. the day that we're recording yeah. this so no i was thinking ea has its own thing oh is, EA is that play um, oh yeah uh, no, I, was, I was thinking that but i don't think it's monday 
So it may be a standalone thing. Potentially. I saw the tweet for the like Star Wars thing. I think they they have a thing on Sunday. But I don't know if it's a part of the EA thing. I did not look. Yeah, Play new. Live is on the 18th, which is a Thursday. Yeah. Okay, so they're announcing this Star Wars before then. Maybe we'll see gameplay at the EA play thing. Who knows? Yeah, uh, who knows what that will look like. Next up, Ignacio, plug your ears for a sec. Because the reviews for Last of Us Part 2 are up. Uh, and they seem to be doing really well. They seem to be getting a lot of tens. That is all I will say about that. <laughs> Nasio, join us again. C- come back. What? What did come you say? To-, to us. We need you once more. What are we talking about? Uh, next up, a riot executive has been put on leave for sharing a post on social media blaming George Floyd's death on a criminal thought, lifestyle. So a I thought he was let go. Fuck you to whoever that <laughs> was. He wasn't just put on leave. He was. He got fired. He got, he's gone now. He did? Oh, good. Wow. Okay, that he's, was the he last I heard that he was put on leave. So good. He got fired. Get out of here. Hit the road, Jack. Um... Next up, Nintendo reports that an additional 160,000 customer accounts were hacked. Jeez. I'm going to say about a month ago or so, we talked about a Nintendo hack, and they reported uh, some numbers with that, and they are now reporting that. It was a little bit larger than Mm. than they thought it was. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, so just in case, be sure to go put on two-factor authentication on your Nintendo account. Stay safe. Put on everything. Mm. Uh, and last but not least, Cyberpunk 2077 will not be available on Stadia <laughs> at launch. Who would have thunk? Just end it already, Google. Just end it already. They really need to, but at the same time, I hope they don't. Like, I, yeah. I kind of want them to stick through it and just, like, dude, just work. Just put your head down and work. and Just make this thing what it actually needs to be. Because um, mm-hmm. I, I think there was also... Uh, like a one of the like major CEOs of some game company th- th- this week was like, yeah, Stadia's disappointing. <laughs> mm. so, shocker. Yeah, big yeah, shocker. And still rooting for it. Still rooting for Stadia. I mean, like, I I, st- I still like the idea behind it. Like, I want that to do well. I want X Cloud to do well. I want this technology to do fantastically i i Mm -hmm. I just they've i don't understand why they thought this was a good idea to roll out the way that they thought it was and then to just not go after getting games or really getting exclusives or like it's just been a big wet fart (laughs) ah yeah so sad crazy stuff so sad indeed uh, well, let's see. We like to end the show by talking about what we are excited for this next week. Uh, so, Ignacio, let's start with you. What are what are you looking forward to this next week? Well, I'm planning on 
playing through the Last of Us DLC Left Behind. Okay. So I'm guessing that might take me either one or two nights. So after that, it's just waiting for Last of Us Part 2 on Friday. So I guess maybe if I have time in between, I will try to progress a bit more on Origins. Mm-hmm. And then on the Switch side, since I just finished Final Fantasy VII, um, still don't know what I'll play there. No. Mick, how about you? What are you excited oh. to dive into this next week? The setup for Golden, of course. Going to try that uh, tonight or tomorrow morning. And then Last of Us Part Two this week. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think, what I am most excited about about is last of us part two uh i'm still gonna chug along in the meantime in gears tactics if i can make some progress with that uh but yeah i'm i'm just excited for more video game announcements and trailers and stuff like that it's happening all summer long (laughs) good good stuff uh well mick Thank you once again for joining us. It has been a pleasure. Um, thank you so much for all, all, all of the, the work that you put into helping us make this show. Uh, from helping to decide the name and how, how we'll do all of this stuff. It, it, it means a lot. So thank you. Of course. Uh, where can people find you if they want to keep up with you uh twitch.tv slash endobiologist every sunday monday thursday friday at 8 p.m eastern time or twitter.com slash at da nanobiologist you go and like i said before you are welcome back on the show anytime you want never again Um, never again get out of here as long as you pick a different pokemon but you know Get out of here. No, uh, I think it would be really nice you. to have you the next time Xbox has its own conference so that we can yeah. debate again and prove you wrong once again. Ignacio, where can the people find yep. you online? Well, they can find me on Twitter at Ignacio Rojas B. That's I G N A C I O R O J A S B. My name. Yo. You guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram. You guys can keep up to date with all of our podcasts on Twitter at The Whatnots. Uh, go like, share, subscribe. I think we are sitting at like 73 subscribers on YouTube. Uh, so go, go, go help us reach 100 on that one. I think we're sitting at like 39 followers on Twitch. Uh, so that would be super helpful if we could get up to 50 on that as well uh yeah i believe that is about it we will get out of here this has been episode 29 of crossplay thank you for joining in we will see you guys next week bye bye